Welcome to the Community College Lady Podcast, which provides information, inspiration, and strategies that help empower prospective and current community college students so that they can transfer to a four-year university in two years. Hi, y'all. Thanks for listening. I'm Elizabeth, the Community College Lady, and today I want to talk to you about a really important topic that has to do with your emotional health. I would say emotional and mental health which is how to spot depression in college students. Now, I think that this is an important topic because as a community college student that's aiming to transfer, that journey can get really tough, right? Emotionally draining, tough, you know, and also um, spiritually and mentally draining. So um, on the ups and downs of your journey, you may hit a point where you really do reach a point of depression, right? A lower point of depression. Or maybe someone that you know might reach this point or might be there already, right? And so I want you to to know some of the signs and signals of someone that is depressed, especially in, um, in community college, right? So this resource um, that I'm going to be talking about came from um, the Mayo Clinic, just to let you know. Um, So what do you need to know about um, depression? It's a mood disorder um, that causes persistent feelings of sadness and loss of interest for at least two weeks or longer. So it's not about the blues or a sign of weakness, not at all. You can't just simply snap out of it. That's what the Mayo Clinic says, right? So two weeks or more. And it's this sadness, right? This depression. Um, So we know that community college students face different challenges, right? Money challenges, relationship challenges, academic challenges. And so dealing with these changes during this transition from, you know, maybe going from adolescence into adulthood or finishing high school into adulthood or wherever you are in your adulthood, because, um, because uh, you're on in this stage, right, as a community college student, all these changes can really bring up a lot of different emotions. You know, it can trigger depression or unmask and imp- and maybe a depression that was already there. Um, so, how do you recognize depression? So, some I'll I'll give you a heads up. Like some of these symptoms are kind of contradictory as I see them, right? And as I see them listed here, uh, signs and symptoms that a student might be experiencing depression during college include feelings of sadness, tearfulness, emptiness, or hopelessness, irritability, frustration, and even angry outbursts out of proportion to the situation, loss of interest. Or pleasure in in most or all normal activities such as hobbies or sports, sleep disturbances including insomnia or sleeping too much, so not sleeping enough or sleeping too much, tiredness and lack of energy so even small tasks take extra effort or take more focus right, um, changes in appetite often reduced appetite and weight loss but increased cravings for food and weight gain in some people so you can lose weight or gain weight. Um, negative changes in academic performance, so your grades go down. Unexplained physical problems such as back pain or headache, so these emotional, mental health, um, depression will take physical form in 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 signs and symptoms like back pain and headaches, right? It's kind of like our emotions are triggering our bodies to feel the pain, right? To feel the pain that we're feeling emotionally when you're feeling depressed. So uh, aside from that, anxiety, agitation, restlessness 
feelings of worthlessness or guilt, fixation on past failures or blaming yourself for things that aren't your responsibility, trouble thinking, concentrating, making decisions, and remembering things. This one can be a really important one as a community college student because you need to focus, right? You need to do those readings, you need to do those chapters, and then answer the questions or write that essay or take that test, right? And if you are struggling with depression, the knowledge just might not come in, might not process as well as you could um, at other points, right? You might be struggling with that. So it might not be something that is just you, right? If it is depression, then it, then it will or may hinder the way that you can focus and concentrate on what you're studying in particular. Um, the lastly, I would be remiss not to say, but uh, another symptom of depression is frequent or recurring thoughts of death, suicidal thoughts, suicidal suicide attempts, or suicide. And I'll add this to that, which is if you th- if you or someone that you know is suicidal, uh, I encourage you to call the National Suicide Prevention Hotline at one eight hundred two seven three talk, which is one eight hundred two seven three eight two five five. They operate twenty four hours a day, every day, and you can get help there if you if you are um, going through these suicidal thoughts. And I, I, I say I would be remiss because if someone is, um, is having these thoughts, then it, it's who of me and who of all of us to make sure that that person receives the support that they need immediately, right? And if your situation is not um, that dire, but you, you or someone that you know is experiencing these weight loss or disinterest and what they, what they, you know they love all of a sudden, they don't love it anymore they don't find pleasure in it uh, or satisfaction in it or they can't concentrate or you know they are really sad sad and and tearful or really frustrated and angry like I I feel like some of these things are contrary right like how can someone that's sad also be like really irritable right or or maybe they don't express it as sadness but they express it as irritability or vice versa but any of these things like if you're if you're thinking like okay this is not how this person usually acts they're kind of you know really sad or really irritable all of a sudden you know uh, within this short time span, it may be a red flag of a depression, right? Especially in college students. And what you can do is try to be there for support and ask your ask the person or ask yourself, like, am I depressed? What kind of things um, am I experiencing right now? Or ask the person, you know, uh, do you think you might be depressed? You know, I've noticed these things. Starting to have a conversation, uh, according to the Mayo Clinic, is important. Uh, because that way they can connect to the resources that might be helpful to them, right? That Whether that's a therapist on campus at the community college, I've done a previous episode on, on the availability of therapists at the community college, at some community colleges, or uh, finding a local doctor or um, a therapist that might be able to help. Um, and it's important to, to make sure that... Um, students take care of their health not only that but that they spot depression as early as possible so they can get the help they need and to also avoid the likelihood of more risky behaviors like binge drinking substance abuse having unsafe sex and increased risk of suicide according to the mayo clinic so it's important as you're trying to get help or to trying to help someone else to take it one step at a time um, they say to take care of of 
of yourself, right? To take care of, of the person that's going through this, but to also seek support and try to find some kind of uh, relief when possible, right? Encourage a student or encourage yourself to have some fun, to try something different, to really try to find enjoyment. Uh, but there's unfortunately no uh, real way to prevent depression. Uh, there is these ways of spotting it and addressing it and finding the supports around you to be able to help yourself or to help someone else. And that's why I wanted to put it out there because I want everybody that is going through this community college journey, which can be really stressful and taxing on your emotional self, your your body and your mental health, to have the supports that they need to really uh, uh, work and be from a, the place of the highest good, right? To be from a healthy place, to work from a healthy place towards your transfer journey. So I hope that, um, it, that this has served you in, in knowing these things and that maybe you can help either yourself or someone else and pass it on. Hopefully it can be a resource to others as well. Thank you so much. Have a great one. Thanks for listening to the Community College Lady podcast, where my goal is that you transfer in two years, earn your BA in two more, and be successful for the rest of your life. I ask that you help me reach 10,000 people this year by subscribing and reviewing. I know we can reach this goal together. Until next time, remember that you are deeply loved, safe, and worthy of greatness.